Welcome to the Moms Who Create podcast with me, Kelly Heil. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing incredible creatives who are also moms. Motherhood doesn't mean we have to stop making art or stop writing our books. It means that now we have new tiny fans rooting us on. Join me in conversation about doing what we love alongside raising the ones we love. I'm an artist, self-published author, and mom of two daughters. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get talking. This is Moms Who Create, the art of motherhood. We had an opportunity where we licensed a bunch of music to Nickelodeon and we didn't know what shows they were going to use it on. And then next thing you know, um, you know, some of my students are watching Zoe 101. And back then my name was Everly. Like that's my my maiden name. So anyway, so they're like, Miss Everly, we heard, you know, gasoline on Zoe 101. They were like so excited. You know, they use at least five of our songs and episodes of Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh. So yeah, we were really psyched about that. Musician moms, this one's for you. Today I'm talking to the immensely talented Tara Druin. Tara is a teacher, musician, children's book author, and a rock star mom. She's been playing music in her band Iridescence for over 25 years. Tara has two books released, her debut book being a children's book focused on diversity, kindness, and acceptance. She actually just released her third book a few days ago. It's called Starlight, and you'll hear about it during this episode. You can go ahead and check that out on Amazon now. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Tara. So good to see you. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. Oh, I'm great. And thanks for being here. Uh, you're amazing. And I saw you were a musician and I you just seem super cool. So I'm so glad to have you on the show today. <laughs> I um, appreciate that. Thank you. So let's just jump into it and go ahead and just tell me about you. Tell me a bit about yourself. So I'm a musician in a band called Iridescence for over 25 years. My husband is the drummer. My brother plays the guitar. We do uh, a lot of harmonies. Also, I have to mention my friend Rob plays a guitar too. Um, yeah, so I'm. that's always been like a big part of my life. I'm also a teacher. I teach elementary school. And I'm also a children's book author. I have two books out already and another one on the way. And my books are based on songs that I wrote. So um, I also have this band with my friend Yvette called The Gumdrops, and one of the books, Red Rock Road, um, is based on a song that I have with them. And then my first book, One Heart, I recorded with Iridescence, and my new song, Starlight, I recorded on my own, Tara Druin. So, and I'm a mom, I can't forget that. (laughs) (laughs) Most importantly, it's my daughter, Kaya. Um, I'm an 11 year old daughter. So I stay very busy. Um, When I tell people about all these different things that I do, they're like, how do you do it all? So it's definitely a lot, but I, they're all things that I feel passionate about. So I try to find time for everything. And you enjoy doing it, right? It doesn't, it's not something that you have to force. It probably fills your cup and gives you more Mm -hmm. caffeine for your brain. (laughs) A hundred percent. I mean, I could never not have music in my life and being a teacher, I love inspiring young minds and, you know, the children's book thing kind of came from my love of the two, you know, I kind of melded music and teaching and then decided to release these books, these songs really. Um, so yeah, I mean, no, I love it all. I love it all. So did you, did you write the books knowing you were going to have like make them into songs or have songs that go along with it? Or was it the songs and you decided to write the books from that? 
Correct. It was the second one that you just said. So it it started out like One Heart was a song that I wrote, um, you know, from I was working in like a lot of different neighborhoods, meeting children of all different ethnicities. And the idea just kind of came to me because the song is about how we all look different on the outside, hair color, skin color, eye color. We all like different things, but on the inside, we're all the same. So it, you know, it was a song that I released back in like 2000, 2016 on Peace Day. Um, and I performed it for the first time on um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday in the school that I was working in. So, um, you know, the song came first and then it was like I was working in this other school. I had gotten a job um, in a different school and I and I met an art teacher and I always kind of saw images to go along with the song. But um, I didn't have anybody to do the illustrations. And then when I met her, um, we just clicked and she's like, and I'm like, let's turn it into a book. And then there we have my publishing uh, career. That's incredible. How it started. Yeah. It's not something you see often, which is really enticing, you know, seeing the book and then a song that goes with it. It's, just, yeah. it's really cool. Cause a lot of kids, they love books. Like my children, they love books. They also love music. So intertwining music and books, it's like best thing ever to them. So I, I like that. You. I really like that. Yeah, I think it's a it's a great outlet, um, you know, for teachers, for moms, you know, because you could, you know, show them the book and then play the song to go along with it. It's just, you know, especially if you're like a visual and an auditory learner. I mean, you know, it just like melds so, melds so many different um, outlets, you know, and, and um, interests that kids That's have. Great. That's awesome. Now, I was reading your bio and kind of everything about you, you know, online stalking mm-hmm. on your website. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, do you have some, you've had some music on Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. So the band, when, you know, we've been going strong for a long time, like I said, for over 25 years. And um, we had an opportunity where we licensed a bunch of music to Nickelodeon and we didn't know what shows they were going to use it on. And then next thing you know, um, you know, some of my students are watching Zoe 101. And back then my name was Eberly. Like that's my my maiden name. My brother is Rick Eberly. So anyway, so they're like, Miss Eberly, we heard, you know, gasoline on Zoe 101. They were like so excited. So, you know, they use at least five of our songs in episodes of Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not like they announced like this is iridescence, but, you know, licensing is a really big thing for musicians right now. And back when we first got our, our songs licensed, it wasn't as big of a deal it is, as it is now. Like so many musicians are being discovered by their placements that they're getting, you know, mm-hmm. um, through these shows and stuff. Like if you get a great placement, it's, you can make a lot of money in royalties <laughs> and um, it's awesome. good exposure, you know? So yeah, we were really psyched about that. That's, the shows are in like reruns now, but um, still, it's still um, pretty awesome. That's an in, like insane accomplishment that I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people strive to do, but it probably is kind of hard, you know, to do that. It really That's is because um, the com- competition is is pretty fierce now, and um, now that more and more people are trying to use that as an outlet to get their music heard, um, but we know we keep trying to get more and more placements and, uh, you know, and, and primarily, I mean, ultimately why we're musicians is because we enjoy it, but to get that kind of recognition is also very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's incredible. Thank you. So did you, obviously you created before you had your daughter, she's, mm-hmm. she's 11 now. She's 11. Yes. She's in sixth grade. 
Big oh. year. Middle yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been playing music for a while. Um, yeah. Did you write your books before or after she was born? After she was born. So the music, I was a musician before we had Kaya. And then after we had her, I continued to do music. And then the books came um, like when she was about six years old is when I released my first book. It's funny, you know, with Kaya, even when she was little, I still found time to make music. And then I even have some recordings of me singing and she, and she was singing along with me in the background. Oh, it's really cute. Oh, I love that. How did you have to kind of shift your mindset or shift your, how you work or your time to yourself really? Cause it seems like you played music for quite a while. Then you had a kid and, you know, no matter how wonderful they are or a great sleeper they are, it can still be difficult. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you might feel like you lose yourself or did you ever have that doubt of like, oh, okay, I might need to take a break for a bit or I'm really tired or <laughs> um, how did you kind of have to continue being a musician and then an author while having your child? Mm-hmm. Well, I just made sure to carve out time for myself because, you know, if I didn't, I would... I feel like, you know, journaling's always been a big thing for me. So, you know, my songs, a lot of my songs come from journaling, you know, and I end up using some of those journal entries as lyrics. Um, so, you know, when Kaya would sleep, I would do some writing, make sure once in a while to get a babysitter if we wanted to go out and play a gig. You know, it's all about balance, you know, because, you know, to be the best mom that you can, you have to be able to have time by yourself to do the things that you enjoy, whether it's music or making jewelry or exercising or, you know, whatever it is that you, is your outlet, you have to spend time doing those same things that you did before you had your child to be completely happy. It takes time to find that path and to navigate that, you know, balance of time. But um, it's important, you know, so important for your, it, for your state it, of mind. Absolutely. And I remember when I had my first child, I didn't really understand that. I kind of lost myself for a while. I felt like I'm tired. I can't, I can't, I can't do this sometimes, you know. I was like, I, I feel like I kind of lost myself, lost who I was. Will I ever get to paint again? Will I ever get to do this. And then that day I decided to write a children's book. I was like, I'm going to take back control of my life. I'm going to write a book. I'm just going to do it. And I decided it one day. And then that sparked for me, my continuation of my creativity. I, I never thought I'd do a podcast one day. You know, I never thought I would do this or do that. I'm very introverted. So it, it was kind of that mind shift for me of, no, I'm going to do this. This is who I am. I'm this is how it's going to be, you know, kicking myself in the butt and saying, this is how it's going to be. So that's um, amazing, Kelly, seriously, like, you know, setting challenges, challenges for yourself and goals for yourself. It's like, it's so rewarding when you, when you achieve them. So like the fact that you have this podcast and like you're saying with your painting, you know, and it's small steps too. And, you know, we have good days and bad days, right? I mean, I had plenty of times too, where I felt down, sad, depressed, like, you know, especially when Kyle was really little. Um, and then they, you know, require so much of your time when they're small, but it's all about balance and, and being gentle with yourself. Totally agree. <laughs> Absolutely. So kind of to segue into the next question, yeah. you kind of already hit on it really, but what, uh, what advice would you give new moms out there or seasoned moms when they just kind of feel like they don't know who they are anymore. They don't feel creative. They want to get back to who they are and they want to find their passions again, but 
you know, motherhood can feel like almost like it's over, you know, it can, it can. And especially people who go through postpartum depression, um, psychosis, you know, there can be a lot to go along with motherhood that some people don't experience and some people do experience. So what kind of just overall advice would you have for those moms? Maybe take, make a list, right. And, and be like, okay, so today I'm going to take 15 minutes and I'm going to go and I'm going to write in my journal or I'm going to take 15 minutes and I'm going to, you know, when my husband gets home from work, I'm going to go for a walk, you know, um, just like set small goals and, you know, cause it's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to, you know, at least if you feel like you're taking small steps to achieve what you want to achieve, then you'll feel more fulfilled. You know, I know for me, it's like, you know, Kai was born in 2010. We hadn't done a new recording in a while, you know, with the band. Um, and once we started writing again, you know, we got back into the studio in like 2013. So it took three years, you know, to get back into the studio and to record a new EP. I was just really excited because I set that goal for myself. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. It didn't happen overnight, but it was like, okay, it's, it's going to happen eventually. So whatever it is, is your outlet. I'm just small steps. And then eventually you'll get to, you know, where you want to be. Yeah. Like it's remind yourself that it's just a season. It, this isn't going to last forever, you know, not to wish away your child's young years, but it's not always going to be this hard. Right. So you have to remind yourself that even if you can't right now, soon you'll be able to get back to who you are and to focus on that and what's ahead. And use people too, like around you, like your friends, your family, people that are going to do the same thing as you talk to, you you know, people are there to help. You know, I mean, I know that I'm so grateful for so many members of my family that would like come over and watch Kaya for a little while. If I wanted to go out, my mom helped out a lot, my aunt, you know, so use your friends and family. Definitely agree with that one. Um, tell us again a little bit about your your books. So One Heart is, is the one that I mentioned already, the one about like diversity and how we all look different, but in the, on the inside, we're all the same. Red Rock Road is about my family. Uh, my parents live on a beautiful piece of land in the Catskill Mountains. And it's about all the fun things that we do when we go upstate to grandma and grandpa's, like having barbecues, singing, going in the pool, and like how important family and tradition is. It's actually a really great book for beginning readers because there's like a lot of repetition in the book. Grandma and grandpa live on a mountain on Red Rock Road. The birds are chirping and the wind is blowing on Red Rock Road. So, you know, it's good for like a beginning reader. So I would say perfect for maybe four years old to about six years old. My daughter's four and she loves books like that because she likes to know what's coming and then she finishes it. So every time I read it, she's like, no, 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 I'll take over. And even though she can't, read yet she's like you know she'd be like on red rock road and it makes her feel good like oh i can read you know so exactly. I like exactly so that would be a great book for her because of that the repetition uh, rhyme and repetition so um and it's a song <laughs> so it's fun you know it's fun to sing along and it's kind of got like that country vibe it's really cute um and then the new song that i have is actually also good for young children It's called Starlight, and it's about how you shouldn't be afraid to go to sleep at night because your dreams can be a magical place where you can be a superhero or a king or queen. And it's uh, it's geared towards um, all the children of the world because I'm I'm all about that, about diversity. And so the book kind of speaks to all the children of the world. And and it's got a very pretty vibe, very magical uh, production on it. I love 
how my producer Dave helped mm-hmm. me create the song. And the book is almost finished. I have an illustrator from the UK. She did such a great job on making the illustrations very magical. Um, I haven't put it on, on Amazon yet, but it's going to be released very soon. It's called oh, you know, exciting. Starlight. So I really, really like that. Very well, thank good. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for so much for being here today <laughs> and um, talk, talking about your book and your music. You are amazing. <laughs> so how can our listeners uh, connect with you, get in touch with you, find your books um, in your music? So I have a website, taradruinauthor.com. My last name, D-R-O-U-I-N. So that has my books, some of my music. Uh, my band's website is iridescence.com. I ride sense, like common sense. And I mean, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Um, it's one heart official on Instagram, but not the word one, the number one. Mm-hmm. And then um, iridescence is just iridescence underscore official at in, on, uh, on Instagram. Okay. I'll go ahead and link, I'll link all that in the show notes so they can go ahead and click on it and find you however way they use uh, social media or just the internet. So awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for being here, talking about your creative side and giving a little bit of a help advice and a little push for other moms to keep striving to do what they like to do. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, Kelly. Connect with me on Instagram at Moms Who Create Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.